We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The MPW Digital Podcast Network proudly presents McCrady and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. Join longtime SEC beat writer Neil McCrady and former South Alabama assistant, Alabama staffer, and Ole Miss recruiting coordinator Tyler Siski for an hour of football and fun. Listen and enjoy as they talk ball, the national landscape, and much, much more. Now, here's your host in the Clark Ford Studios, Neil McCrady. Welcome into another edition of McCrady and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. <laughs> I'm Neil McCrady. That is uh, Tyler Siski. It makes me laugh every single time. Um, appreciate everybody being with us. Got a special guest coming your way in a minute. He made some waves in the state of Alabama yesterday, taking some heat today. So he's going to be on our show. Yeah, that was. Uh, we'll bring him in here in a minute. So uh, AJ McCarron who I love him to death. I've known him since he was like 13, I think. I was trying to think of how, how long we've known each other. I think since he was 13. Um, I think I was 24 when I took that job. But anyway, long story short is uh, we know each other. So I, I get home last night on my feed. You know, I just get I get home and I, I see, like, everybody's just killing him on Twitter. Yeah. So I text <clears> him. I'm like, hey, <laughs> what'd you do? And he's not wrong, but – you know, they uh, the, what killed me is we'll talk about it. But the Auburn fans were like, they were so mad at their own team for winning because they wanted to fire Harson. Yeah. And AJ says one thing like, "Oh, you can't talk, you can't talk about our team like that." So he's gonna come on here and set the record straight. I think so. I'm All excited. Right. Uh, we're gonna get to AJ in a minute. First, want to remind you this show brought to you by Rain Total Body Fuel, 300 milligrams natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits and achieve your goals. Check them out. On Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. We're both uh, knocking out our, I think, our favorite. Hands down. The Rain Inferno Red Dragon. Fantastic. By the way, my man Bob's in Cancun uh, yeah. right now. So <laughs> I said, rough life. Somebody's got to do it. So he's in Cancun. But Bob, without question, the best rain product on the market, the best tasting. I, I love this stuff. Yeah, this is good. This is my favorite. I could roll. It's like it's like um, it's fruit punch. It's fruit punch, but it's it's like the more I drink it, it's 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 like you said, it's Hawaiian punch. It's Kool Aid. Yeah, it's good, man. Yeah, it's good stuff. All right, so uh, we're gonna get to him. Got to dial him up on um, the little hotline here, the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. I think I need to double check and make sure he knows we're live when 
when uh, when he answers, I'll just make sure he knows he's live again. That's fine. We got so we don't. Y'all think I'm bad? <laughs> well, I heard him in the background, so I, I know. I got to dial him up. It's a little rudimentary. In an ideal world, we'll have a producer one day, but we're not there yet. Yeah, this will be fun. He can't tell any stories about me, though. Well, Dave could. AJ. What's up? Hey, I just want to remind you that you're live and we, we haven't hit that five-minute buffer yet, so make sure. <laughs> yeah, we're not we're not five minutes in, AJ, so be yeah. uh, be aware. So, How you doing? I'm good. Former Alabama quarterback AJ McCarron. I know you played in Cincinnati for a while. Um, Houston? Houston, the Raiders, Bills, Atlanta. How long were you in the league, AJ? Uh, I've been in eight years. Do you consider yourself retired yet? Or are you thinking about when I know you had an knee injury? Are you thinking about getting back into it when after you heal no, up? Or? Yeah, I, I, I want to play a couple more years. Um, I've had a couple workouts, and but they've gone with uh, some practice squad guys. So, um, but yeah, I, I'm gonna give it uh, try to try to get a couple more years in. Get to ten. Ten was always my goal, and uh, and then it's coaching and full, being a full-time dad from then on out are you are you going to uh, be as hard on your quarterbacks as I was on you uh I, I would say no but I think my son since I'm coaching him in flag football would um beg to differ right now <laughs> AJ used to get mad at me because he said that when he got around me when I was older he said I got softer when I got older he said I wasn't as tough on everybody else as I was on him you think I, yeah, you, you, you really learned. say that? You really mean that, or you just say that to to jar me up? No, listen. He he was nowhere near as hard. I mean, you got to think when he when Siski was coaching me. I think Siski was daggum twenty three, twenty four years old. Twenty four when I started coaching. Was he brutal? Yeah. Did, did he cuss at you a lot as a high school player? <laughs> uh, I, me and him both went at each other all the time, but uh, hell, we. We won a ton and should have should have won a lot more um, than what we did. Um, but we also brought you know St. Paul's uh, High School their first state championship ever. So uh, we accomplished a, a lot together for sure. We did get in a cussing match one time from the press box to the field uh, without the headphones on. We're like literally physically yelling at each other across the fans. So that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't like he didn't like my play calling. So so what so what happened yesterday, AJ? You 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 you're dabbling in this media stuff, and sometimes you you start to feel the shrapnel. So tell me tell me what happened when you got into these uh, mean media streets that that got you got everybody so worked up yesterday. Yeah, I, I mean it, everything's in a frenzy right now. Um, I guess the University of Auburn's shutting down. Um, I'm, I'm hearing, and uh, not going to have any more sports, but. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I literally, I, I came out and uh, I was asked, you know, about the Auburn situation. And I basically said, you know, and, and I've seen a, a couple, uh, this one, AL.com reporter that said, uh, how would I know anybody from Auburn, like a source? Uh, and I'm thinking, dude, I, I'm from the state of Alabama. Like, 
just because I went to Alabama, you think I only uh, I'm only friends with people that like the University of Alabama or. Yes, that is precisely what they think. That one thousand percent. Listen, you're 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 now working in my world. Yes, that is precisely what they think. They do not think that. That's like me. I cover Ole Miss, and there are people that like. How would he know about something that's going on at 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 Kentucky or LSU? It's like guys. I mean, I don't I don't restrict the people that I talk to to only people who are connected to Ole Miss. I mean, that's just not how it works. Yeah, it, it it blew my mind when he kind of uh, tweeted that at me. And I don't ever – back in the day, I used to, but, um, hell, for the past 10 years, I haven't. And I'm uh, too old and got way too many other things going on to worry about. But when he said that, I was just kind of uh, laughed at it. But the fact that I, I basically said what my source told me, like, whether it was indirectly, directly, they told Harson, but um, what he told me was uh, that he has been told that at the end of the year they are going to go their separate ways. Basically, I, I would think the same type of situation that they did to uh, uh, who was their AD? Al Green. Alan Green. Um, Alan Green. Um, so uh, it, it was basically told that way to me um and i have no reason not to trust him uh, i know he's a very well connected uh person at, at the university so um I, I basically said what he said and uh and it has just been in a frenzy since then and, okay, and so- I, I guess the other thing that kind of pissed him off was the fact that i called uh, what I think, not and not, I didn't mean the whole university. Uh, I'm talking Auburn as a football program right now is a middle to not low tier, but just lower than uh, slightly lower than middle tier um, in the SEC. I mean, I, I think if you look at uh, the teams in the SEC, I would put Alabama, Georgia, A&M, uh, LSU. Um, Florida, Tennessee, I think you could argue that Kentucky, Ole Miss, and Arkansas, I mean, that's what, eight, nine teams? Yeah, most um, of them. You're saying those are better jobs today, right this moment, than the Auburn job? Correct. I don't, I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't I think it's I, I, who could argue that? AD, um, they have a path forward that they are – focused on and they believe in and uh i mean if you i mean y'all too know like this off season hell they they tried to do everything they could to fire harson um what they do they AJ? investigate them and everything <laughs> else so it's just a weird deal aj, so, AJ what they do what, I, I don't know what happened this off season what they do <laughs> just fishing so bad he knows better than that to answer any questions right, so see here's the, this is what i'm interested in because the first part of what you said, that at the end of the season, Auburn and Brian Harson are going to part ways, that should have made them happy. This is, this is a fan base that was pissed off on Saturday that the kid from Missouri fumbled inside the one, bless his heart, because they were going to, had Missouri won that game at Auburn, I mean, a lot of the Auburn fans believed they were going to fire Brian Harson the next day, and they were excited about it, so... You saying that that Brian Harson and Auburn are going to part ways at the end of the year should have been cause for celebration. 
Yeah, I, I, it was it, it was a weird deal because even before I said that, like, you know, I, I've been hearing and seeing articles come out from multiple uh, places and uh, that they were looking to fire him. Um, and so it's not like I said something new. Uh, I guess the fact that I said, you know, uh, from my source that he had been told um, or it was understood that they were parting ways. Um, maybe that was the difference, but, uh, I mean, hell, they, they got new articles out almost every day talking about, uh, new coaches they should go after Deion Sanders and, uh, all these other guys. So, um, yeah, I, I don't understand. Um, but I, I think it's it, that the university of Auburn right now is in a, uh, frenzy and uh it it is it has no clear direction on which way it wants to go i'm guessing that they were more the auburn fans were more upset with the ranking of the job and this is the part that frankly not to take away from the fun part but this is the interesting part with the auburn job moving forward is our at this very moment given the this current set of circumstances where you have boosters running coups every other year or less than that i mean every year it's not a great job now i was telling tyler this earlier today aj auburn could change this they could hire somebody and go hey look we're going to do for you what alabama did for nick saban because hey when alabama hired nick saban very similar situation the year before that you could argue that the alabama job was becoming a pretty damn mediocre job it's, it's yep. hey, you show up for an Alabama game, and you guys remember this. I'm not offending anybody. I hope. If I do, I do. You would go to an Alabama game in the early 2000s, and the whole pregame was an ode to Bear Bryant, who was awesome. I get it, but Bear Bryant was getting kind of in the past. I do have to admit, yeah. they still play that. They play a video at the beginning. It's pretty cool. They do, but it's not the whole thing. <laughs> it's not thing. the whole thing. Yeah. It's not the whole thing. And, and they, they, there was too many boosters involved. And they were always there, and they were always around, and they were running around Franchoni, and they ran around Shula and all that stuff. And when Saban came in, that changed. And yep. and the Alabama job went from being kind of, in my opinion, a mediocre SEC job to one of the two or three best jobs in the country, almost like that. Yep. And Auburn could go from where, and I agree with what A.J. said, Auburn could, if they would follow that template and go, hey, we're going to hire a qualified person, and we're going to leave him alone. We're going to let him run his program. We're going to support, but we're not going to meddle. Then Auburn becomes an elite job again. But right now today, right now today, Sam Pittman's got a better job at Arkansas than Brian Harson has at Auburn. Oh, I agree. And that's what AJ and I were talking about last night. You know, when we were texting back and forth is, you know, AJ basically said what I've been saying on here for, for the whole time we've been coming up with Harson topics is, 21 hire, episodes. 21 episodes, it feels like. <laughs> you hire a guy to do a job, and it, from the second – and this is not – from the second that he got the job, he's had to, he was forced to hire assistants. They, tried, they didn't mm-hmm. like what he did. They tried to get rid of him. It didn't work. And now, they're, and now the people – and this is probably uh, – shit, I don't care. I'll say it. The biggest problem is is that they got – 13 minutes, uh, so I'm AJ. Good. I'm we good, AJ. 13. I, I made the 13-minute mark. <laughs> but the, the problem is is that – the people that are being the problem at Alabama, at Auburn are also the people that they used to need, and you hear what I said, used to need in recruiting. But now the world of NIL, go tell them to kick rocks. Right. But you used to need those people. Sure. 
Okay, and that's what they're they're holding that leverage against them, and so they they have not been helped. They've kind of basically instead of helping, they've been a, a thorn in the guy's side from the day that he, he showed up. Imagine that we get we get AJ on here, then Brendan's girlfriend show up in the chat. We got some bots in here that want to say hello to you, AJ. <laughs> Best adult dating well, websites. It, that's my thing that I wanted everybody to to you know uh, I felt like needed to be cleared up a little bit after yesterday was I. I have absolutely nothing against uh, Coach Brian Harson. Like, I think he's an excellent coach. I think he's in a terrible, just awful situation at the University of Auburn. Like, he's never been the guy. He, he, they they second guessed him as as soon as Alan Green brought him there. Um, he's never had full control, like Siski said. He had to hire certain assistants. Um, you hear of stories and there's articles out there about um like not going on recruiting visits to see certain guys and coaches missing certain things like there it's just a weird ordeal and and you never really after one season you you do an investigation on the guy and it's every day a new article comes out that hey harson's getting fired harson's gone and then all of a sudden it's like oh no he's not fired like we love him. He's our head coach. And then, you know, after the start of the season, uh, they play what Mercer first week struggled in the first half. They almost lose the San Jose, um, at home. And then absolutely the, the score didn't do it justice against Penn state. I mean, to me, in my eyes, they got beat way worse than what that score was. Um, and, and then struggle in, in overtime against Missouri who I would say Missouri is – I ask y'all's opinion. I, I think Missouri's the last place – them and Vandy are, are last in the SEC. No, I think Missouri's up there in the top tier, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're somewhere – I mean, depending on what you think about South Carolina, they're, 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 they're the 12th or 13th best team in the league. Hey, how many, hey, yeah. how many, uh, how many tattoo trolls did you get on Twitter – uh, yesterday. Uh, what talking about tattoos? Yeah, talking about how bad your tattoos were. That's how did they go there yesterday on Twitter? Um, hell, I don't know. I I only I only saw one thing, and then I I, I don't ever check social media really. Um, hey, you I, see, I just saw the one thing that somebody sent me and said he tagged me, so I just looked at that. Hey, did you see your boy? I'm Paul, sure they did. Though. Did you see your boy Paul Feinbaum went on you today? Oh no! What did he say? Oh, he went. He came after you, dude. He went to WNSP this morning on on air and and, and went after you. I just read that about thirty <laughs> what, minutes. What, ago. Did he, what did he say? Oh, he just said he was talking about that you uh, that you're now zero and two in your last two meetings against Auburn. They got you again. You fumbled. He said you fumbled. You didn't what? fumble in the kick six game, did you? I don't remember that. No. Uh. Uh-uh. I don't remember that. What? One. What is he? What is he talking about? <laughs> I'll let you read it. I don't want to put bad quotes in his mouth. I just saw he went after you. He went on the radio in in your hometown. AJ, he came to your hometown. He went into your hometown. He went into your hometown (laughs) on your on your radio station that Neil used to work at. Neil, did you did you ever interview AJ when when uh, we were at St. Paul's and you were uh, press register at WNSP? I can't can't remember. (laughs) I mean, probably. I I knew about AJ, of course. I I I, I, I I I don't know. I was. Because when I first got to to Mobile, I, I was immediately on the Auburn beat. So gotcha. 
I didn't really do a lot of high school stuff except like in the early summer when we did tab stuff. Yeah. And I probably didn't I probably did not draw St. Paul's. They would send me to get like Robertsdale and stuff. <laughs> Chickasaw. Yeah. <laughs> Where I'd be like, Coach, just tell me four things about your teams I can get the hell off the phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, brother, I, I appreciate you joining us today, man. Um you got anything else you want to close it out with before we get you out of here? Oh no. I'm just uh getting ready to go coach some uh flag football practice here in a little bit and um gonna sit back watch y'all show and uh and then you know just kind of drive myself to a nap on what fine bomb thinks of me so (laughs) and kevin skarbinski's upset at you too i mean that is boy you're making some powerful enemies i mean gosh yeah well kevin needs to do his homework on um like the fact that I work for ESPN uh, right now, do college game day radio, he made it seem like I, I don't do anything. I'm just sitting here in my mom's basement. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're you're you are winning at life. You do know that, right? <laughs> you know, I, I know. I tell you that all the time. You, you do. You have won the game of. You have won the game of life. Have you played any? Um, did you know that AJ is an avid eye racer? An avid what? Eye racer. You know what eye racing is? No. It's a NASCAR simulator. Oh, is that right? Yeah. AJ AJ's really goal in life is to retire from football and to become a NASCAR driver. That, that would be fun. But don't you own no, don't you time, own your own by the time uh, I do that it'll probably be fully electric. <laughs> <laughs> well you have to wear a mask inside of the car as you drive. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what are you going to Talladega this weekend? By the way, I'm not. I gotta. I gotta head up to uh, Bristol um, tomorrow to do uh, college game day radio and with uh, Matt Chick, Trevor Maddich, and then I got uh, two two digital shows uh, later that night that I, that I do. So that doesn't make so. That doesn't make you an analyst, though, right? Just, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. I'm joking. Hey, when you cover a game and somebody covers the spread at the last second, can you just on ESPN one time up in Bristol say, he just got Neil mccrady <laughs> I'm losing our competition, AJ, because about eight times in the last three weeks, I've had a game backdoor in the last 30 seconds and cost it cost oh. me. it's brutal i know i'd rather just lose by 37 points than lose like that i, I, I have, it's awful it's just that that hope and then it takes it away yeah Absolutely. he's got a new nickname it's called backdoor mccrady it's not a nickname i'm very proud of there aj as you can imagine but, <laughs> but it, it's starting it's starting to stick unfortunately so we gotta do something about it you like uh, hey last thing you like Bengals tonight or, or dolphins uh I, I like cincinnati um I saw that you know somebody was in uh, the University of Cincinnati Stadium filming every uh, practice play of the of the Dolphins and put it out on Twitter. So um, that should make for an interesting game. Yeah, for sure. Do you like the but, Do you like Cincinnati Bengals? I know you can't really say, but if you just said they had to win by more than four points, do you <laughs> do you like them that much, or do you think that the Dolphins keep it within a field goal? Um, I I, I think Cincinnati would. Uh, would win by more than four. I, I, I think they have a good night tonight. I think it's going to be packed. Probably going to be perfect weather up there. Um, they're in the white helmet, uh, I believe, tonight. Yes, yeah, right. Something new. You would have so, loved that. Uh, you would have came out swagged out. Oh, dude, th- those white helmets they got are sweet. 
Um, but yeah, I, I, I like Cincinnati tonight. All right, very last thing. I'm just curious. <laughs> I'm, I'm fascinated by this because I love talking to quarterbacks. Is there one quarterback in the NFL that when he's on TV, you sort of stop and watch because you just want to watch? Yeah, I mean, it's it's either Tom Brady or um, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I mean, I, I think you just – the way they play the position, I like uh, I like both of them watching when things go wrong. They both have some funny facial expressions. Um, Aaron's a little more animated, uh, rolling his eyes. Like You can tell when he doesn't like the play call and you can kind of read his lips on certain things. But um, the way they both play the position is just unreal, and, uh, and I'm definitely a fan. Hey, thanks for the time. Really appreciate it. We'll love to get you back on sometime again soon. Appreciate you, brother. Always. All right, Bob. Take, take care. care. That was A.J. McCarron. That's fun. Yeah, I, we had to get him off there before he started telling stories. <laughs> we'll get him back on at some point. We'll make that happen for sure. Yeah, he's – we. Uh, no, I, I started coaching him when I was – I was trying to think while he was doing the interview. I think I was 24, 24, 23. He was young. He was, a, he was like uh, 13 years old. So, I mean, he was a kid. And it was just one of those – I remember they were telling – telling me about how good this young quarterback was going to be. And then they take me up. I said, where are we going? They're taking me up to, like, the seventh grade playground or something. And I was like, are y'all – I mean, I'm coming from college. You know, I'm like, what are we doing? Dude, and he was probably six one, seventh grade. Yeah. And, he, and I, I literally – I threw him a football. I said, throw that – I said, you know, throw it down there. I was like, oh, yeah. So, he started every – he started as a freshman, started every game I was there. So, I started him as a freshman. So, he was a – he is probably, you know, I would say of all of my players that I've coached over the years, probably the one that I'm closest to, mm-hmm. um, you know, after we get done. Sure. You know, we play golf, and um, he's a good one. He's beat me once in golf. He will he will claim differently, but um, he's now he's really pissed. He's probably he's probably going to start talking smack in the chat now. But, <laughs> uh, we, no, he's, he's a good one, man. He's a, uh, he's a coach's dream, and he probably of any player I've ever coached could take what, out of my brain what I wanted to be done on the field and get it done on the field. He signed with Alabama in 2009. <clears throat> so he would have been in the 2009 signing class yeah. at Alabama. So he he went uh and he was there. You know, he was the backup quarterback but still redshirted, did not play, but he was the backup quarterback, never played, but uh when they went undefeated and beat Texas in the Rose Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um and then started the next whatever and then won back-to-back uh championships in 11 and 12 and probably um as grind rem- tried to remind him of in the, in the thread uh went back to back and we should have won the third one when kick six happened that was the best football team i've ever been a part of that didn't really do anything it's interesting best team best team i've ever been on period huh and you know and he'd probably tell you the same thing yeah so they beat LSU one year, beat Notre Dame the next year, and then we lost the kick. We were undefeated when we lost kick six. You know, he mentioned Tom Brady. I've been watching a lot of the man in the arena thing because Brady, fasc- yeah. Brady fascinates me too. Um, and he, the guy won, what, six Super Bowls? He's, uh, he's won Seven, bunch, he's yeah. won a bunch. Yet he'll tell you that the best team that he ever played on was the one that lost to the Giants in 07. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> I mean, that's how the ball bounces sometimes, but – we were loaded, dude. Oh man, we were loaded. I mean, we had T.J. Yeldon, Kenyon Drake, Derek Henry, and uh, Alvin Kamara in our running back room. Wow, think about that. Yeah, uh, you know Amari Cooper, O.J. Howard, 
I mean, on defense, C.J. Mosley. I mean, dude, we we were uh, ha-ha Clinton Dix. I mean, we were loaded, man. I mean, Marlon Humphrey didn't even play on that team. That tells you something. He got redshirted because he wasn't good enough to play. Yeah, I just can't imagine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was sure. just, It was, yeah. it was yeah. ridiculous, man. And that was – it was like when you went to practice, it helped me a ton because when I went to practice, I'm like, holy smokes. I mean, like, every single dude out here is good enough to play on Sundays. I mean, it was wild. Yeah, about 40 of them did. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah they, were, they were good. Uh, all right. Thanks again to AJ for his time. We'll get get him back on. That was a lot of fun. Um, a reminder, we're brought to you by Rain Total Body Fuel. It's uh, 300 milligrams natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits, achieve your goals. Check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. Uh, Brennan's girlfriends, man, they they are persistent. Yeah, they are. I mean, that's good for him, though. You know, they're chasing him. That's true. That's true. Hide user on this channel. All right. Uh, we're also brought to you by Walk-On Sports Bistro. They put everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering, made-from-scratch Louisiana cuisine like po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers and fresh salads, all in front of 70-plus TVs, 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap as well. Visit them today in Oxford or Ridgeland. In about an hour and a half on this very stream, Pete's Pigskin Preview, which is brought to you by Walk-Ons, will um, be making its debut. So uh, you want to check that out? You got, you but got, that's going to be a good one, huh? Oh, it's really good. He got uh, film from uh, Ole Miss Tulsa. Okay. And he's got film from uh, Kentucky's win at Florida. Okay. So breaking down uh, the two teams as Ole Miss gets ready to play Kentucky on Saturday morning in Oxford. We'll talk about that game in a little bit. A couple things to get to before we get to our picks, though. Okay. Uh, I want to talk about the Dolphins practice getting filmed, got released on social media. Does it matter? I personally don't think it matters at all. Uh, Because the Bengals know all their plays anyway, right? it's a walkthrough. I mean, you got some – I mean, maybe it was some game plan routes or whatever, but, I mean, guys, I mean, I think I've said it on here, so this goes get your free square ready. If if I repeat a story, I apologize. When we went to the college football playoff at Alabama, we knew every single play that Ohio State was going to run for the first 15 or 20 plays because they left their opening script in the trash can at, at the Saints facility. Did I tell that on here? No. Oh, I haven't? Whoops. Yeah. That's awesome. I thought I told that already. All right. So, yeah, we're, we're, we practiced in the Superdome. Mm-hmm. And then the Saints were playing a home game. We were there like nine days. And, and Ohio State was practicing at the Saints facility. Out of Metairie. Out Metairie. Mm-hmm. And so that when the Saints played the home game, we had to move practice, and we practiced after they did at the Saints facility at the indoor. We go in there, and they'd thrown their scripts away from practice. And this is like three days before the game, four days before the game. We knew every single play. And by gosh, they ran them too. Is that right? And guess what? Did y'all shut them down? No, they ran, ran through us like shit through a tin horn. <laughs> we didn't even slow them down. Because it still comes down to execution. Ezekiel Elliott, pow, pow, I mean, just right through us. And throw in third down when you went there where they were going with the ball, it didn't matter. And that's when I was like, this stuff is highly overrated, man. It's about execution. You can know and you can have the perfect play call. You can have know exactly what somebody's going to do, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But we knew every play that they were going to run, I think it was the first 15 plays, and knew like their top third down calls, like what you would go over on a Wednesday, didn't matter. We knew exactly what they were going to do, did not matter. We lost the game. How about that? Yeah, that sucked. All right. Um, I was listening to Rich Eisen. He had Deion Sanders on. And Deion was talking about his son, the quarterback, and how 
Georgia Tech came up and he talked about how he's flattered and blah, blah, blah. And I was telling you, I was thinking about it, and I've spent exactly, you and I talked today for what, about five minutes? Yeah. I've spent about four minutes thinking about this job. I mean, that's about how long I plan to spend thinking about the Georgia Tech job. But I do have a theory. Okay. Okay. And the theory is this. When your program is in the gutter, when you're, it's the ladder theory, okay? When you're on the bottom rung of the ladder, you can jump because there's nowhere to fall. It's fair. If you're 10 rungs up, well, now you're being careful. Why? Because that fall's going to hurt, right? Georgia Tech's on the very bottom rung. Agree. There's nowhere to fall. They're like a baby. When a baby's walking and they're waddling around and they, 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 a baby falls. And everybody goes, oh, baby's fine. There was nowhere to fall. He just fell on his bottom. He gets up. Maybe he cries a minute, but he's not hurt. You don't have to take him to the doctor. He didn't fall down the stairs. He just was waddling around and he fell and he lost his balance. And boom, gets back up and goes again. Georgia Tech's the baby right now. Swing. Go for it. Hire Deion Sanders. Hire somebody that's a chance. Make the contract such that if it's a total disaster, you can get out of it. But the difference, and you know what I'm about to say, the difference between being a 3-9 and nine team and a 1-11 and 11 team is absolute nothing. 120 minutes of success. It's just, yeah, it doesn't register. Yeah. So if you're two and ten, three and nine, two and ten, three and nine, why not? What's the? I mean, so what's the worst thing that could happen? Well, we go, we could go one and eleven. Okay, so what? I mean, you're irrelevant. Do something to make yourself relevant and try. Yeah, that's a valid point. I really haven't thought about it that way. I mean, I, I, I guess I have, but not in those words. That was a very good. Uh, that was something that my uneducated or my educated redneck self could understand. Thank you. You're welcome. My thing is, is that <clears throat> I wouldn't take it if I was Dion, and that's what I was saying the other day. It, like it better, like Dion can't. When Dion took over Jackson State, with his name, and the NIL stuff, and the and all the things that he could do to bring, he could have immediately out recruit tenfold any of his competition. Yeah, and so he has better players than everybody. He's gonna he's gonna continue to win. When you go to a job like Georgia Tech, you're not going to be able to do that. Deion Sanders is not walking in the door at Georgia Tech and telling Kirby Smart and no, Nick Saban he's not. and Billy Napier and Brian Kelly or Mark uh, Mac Brown or any of those guys that I'm second fiddle. Nope. But you know what? He's got the ability and the cachet because national media love him. He's got the barstool thing. He's got the mm-hmm. Aflac thing. He's got all that stuff. He's got the ability, if Georgia Tech would sign up, to do a lot of portal stuff, to make a lot of portal noise. To because he's got he's got an aura about him that people are attracted to. Oh, I hundred percent agree with that. And but- so, 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 don't get me wrong. It's a lot similar, frankly. To Ole Miss hiring Lane Kiffin. Except Lane knows what he's doing. He does. He does. <laughs> but what, what Dion would have to do at a place like Georgia Tech, who's his agent? 
Oh, I don't even know. I don't know, actually. He would have to surround himself with enough people that he was willing to listen to. And I don't know Dion, so I don't know. Maybe he is, maybe he isn't. I have no clue. So I don't mean that as an insult. I literally don't know. But if he surrounded himself with a little, because he'd have a more a better budget for hiring coaches, mm-hmm. he's on a shoestring budget at Jackson State as it pertains to hiring right. coaches. If they invested in the budget where he could hire some veteran coaches who knew how to organize recruiting, who knew how to organize practice, some things of that nature, and he personally got dialed more in, and he probably would in Atlanta more than he is in Jackson. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. The point is, I'm not saying it would work. I mean, but if it fails, so what? If you just fail again, okay. Yeah. And I want to say something, Grind, because he, I think he brought this up the other day. And Grind says Travis Hunter didn't have Bethune Cookman in Jacksonville State uh, hat on the table. He had it, you know, Florida State and Bama. Yes, he did go recruit him. But you know what? You know, we were at Ole Miss and we got Jerry on Ely, who's a five star that, no, that uh, a lot of people wanted. The class, whatever class it was, 2013, we got a bunch of really good dudes that everybody wanted. You see any national championship trophies over there? Everybody gets good players. And that's the the talent the roster. One getting one guy is no, not going to get it done. No, of course you're going to have to get you're going to have to go get fifty dudes. But if you told me that a Deion Sanders organized thing, and again, again, we're not talking like if I'm Oklahoma, am I hiring Deion Sanders? Hell no. Why? I'm already really high up the ladder. I'm not taking a risk. Think about it when you go up to paint your 
your your your painting or you're changing out a light right. bulb. When you're at the top of that ladder, you're pretty damn laser focused, right? Yeah. You're you're concentrating. Yes. Yeah, you're not fail. You're not taking chances. You're at Ohio State. You're not taking a chance. You're going ironclad. You're going safe pick. Georgia Tech's at the very bottom of the ladder. I'm not even sure they're on the ladder. They might literally not be on the ladder. They might be the baby walking around with – you You have the picture in your mind, right? He's, all, he's just got on his diaper. He's just, the diaper looks bigger than him practically. He's just walking around. He's got nowhere to fall. Even if he falls forward and lands on his face, he's not going to hurt himself because there's not enough place to fall. That's where they are. Take a shot. Yeah, That's no. their problem. I, 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 if, if I'm them, the last thing I do is go, you know what? There's this offensive coordinator. No, it's not going to work. No, because and the, the truth is, and everybody's like, well, you know, some, he went four and eight or whatever his record was. Dude, Jeff Collins, like I've said, he, you got a recruiter that was a good football coach and all yeah. that, and it didn't work. It didn't work. He had he he, he, tw- he here was Jeff Collins' problem. Jeff Collins tried to put brand out there before he established a brand. And, and I don't mean as a knock. I mean it's such a hard job. It's such a hard job. What I'm I guess what I'm trying to say, and the more I think about it, the more I think it makes sense, is that Dion has a brand. No, I Two hundred percent. And I say from Georgia, and that's what I'm saying from Georgia Tech's perspective. Yes, I yeah. Go ahead. So here's all I'm the difference in the world. Like, uh, let's say mode. let's say Kirby Smart. Yeah, yeah, Kirby. Uh, but that's why if I'm Georgia Tech, if I'm and, and I have no idea whether they're serious about it or not, we're about to find out. Because if they yeah. just go hire another Jeff Collins, well, you just reset the clock. That's all you did. I mean, it was inevitable. You just reset the clock. But if you're invested in it and. Again, no clue if they are or aren't. But if they decided that, hey, we, if we're going to participate in this deal, we want to be competitive in the ACC, we know what's coming in 2035 at the absolute latest, there's going to be a reset on this sport in the next 10 years. If we want to position ourselves to be relevant at that time, meaning when the ACC falls apart and everybody goes and finds a new home, you're not in the Sun Belt. <laughs> okay, that would be a problem. So if if, if you want to be serious about it, you got to invest. And if you're going to invest, well, then why not invest in a brand? Yeah, I just because if you put enough money on the table, because I don't know who else is. Here's Dion's problem, right? Florida State's winning. Dion's problem is the places that might take a shot on him aren't open, right? And if you do the deal where you, well, I'll wait till it is. Well, you never know, champ. Might yeah. be a hell of a wait. I so, think he's going. And look, I think. I think he's going to – I mean, as long as he's there, he'll he'll win. He may not lose another game at Jackson State. I mean, they're that – you think – it would be like Alabama playing in the Sun Belt. That's, a, that's about what their talent level is compared to their, to their opponents. He may not lose another game. He's just such a huge name in Atlanta that if I were, if I were Georgia Tech, if I have the money to throw the proverbial bank at him, I'd do it. But do they? That I don't, I don't know. I said if. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what their situation is. I mean, they just I paid Jeff Collins eleven point three, right? They got more than Jackson State's got. <laughs> this is true. And, and so, I don't know. I don't know if it's about money with with Prime either, right? That's well, he, the thing. He wants to be a Power Five head coach. Well, that's a Power Five job. It's not a great Power Five job, but it's a Power Five job, and it's in a city that he knows. Oh yeah. It's in a city where that he is known. It's in a city where he is a big brand. He would immediately make Georgia Tech football. 
a brand. Interesting. Correct. Relevant. If you're Georgia Tech and it means anything to you, I at least have to really go down that road. I have to really study that. And I have to, I have to ask him, hey, look, you're new at this. You're not a lifer in football coaching. If we helped you surround yourself with people who could help you, would you be amenable to that? Would you be cool with that? Would you feel threatened or would you go, hey, these are resources that I can use. These are people that I can learn from. And I wouldn't surround him with anybody who would try to instigate a coup. It would be, hey, understand, you're working with the kind of a young coach who does it his own way, but he's our brand. You do anything to screw it up, you're out. We can get rid of an assistant fast. I want to say this, too, about Dion. I think he gets, you know, everybody's the brand, the brand, the brand. You know, the, the videos that I like the most is when he's in the locker room, the lessons and the way he teaches the kids, mm-hmm. I think that's really good. And to the point, I just think I grew up, you know, I'm, I grew up Anniston, Alabama, one hour from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So when he was playing and do all that stuff, I was, you know, that was when I was a kid and all that stuff. So I would love, I want to see him be successful. I just don't know, like if I was Dion. Yeah. I would not entertain that. Yeah, I would. I would just keep winning. Billy Napier at at mm-hmm. Jackson State, and he doesn't. He doesn't need the money. So it's not like he's waiting on a job to go get paid. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. which is, in my opinion, another reason why if I'm him, I do do it. Now, the one thing that may push him over the edge a little bit is if if that's the only Power Five job offer he has that he would take it, is I think he wants to see his son quarterback in the, at that level. Yeah, I think that would probably push him a little bit more. And if I'm Georgia Tech, the fact that his son's there, who's a pretty good player, is it Sherrod? Is that yeah, his name? Yeah. I'm a, if if I'm a, if I'm Georgia Tech, that's another reason to explore it. Yeah, I mean, because I got no. If I, got no, if I, if I that, there's no I, more rungs down there. If I'm Georgia Tech, that's the bottom line. When someone goes, "Well, this is risky," so what? What's the worst that could happen? Do you know why it won't happen? Because it makes too much sense, Neil. Well, we make this way too. We make this. We make this way too complicated. Well, there's no question about that. Shadur. That's just Shadur That's Sanders. What okay. Although uh, grind, I got in trouble today because you gave us uh, grind gave us the wrong dates on the Alabama series, and somebody blew us up on social media about it. So son of a grind, bitch. damn it, dang it, damn it, grind. I mean, golly, grind. Send your payment back, grind. Yeah. That's it. All right. Um, about time to start talking about some stuff. It's time. Make it rain. Before we do, I want to tell you that we're brought to you by Clean Side Wipes. They are the Safer Choice Partner of the Year from EPA 2021. Kills COVID in 30 seconds. Broad spectrum, hospital grade, antimicrobial efficacy. Citric acid base, no harsh chemicals. Simple one step. No rinse, cleansing, disinfecting. Removes film left over by harsh chemicals such as ammonia, bleach, and alcohol. Clean Side has the lowest toxicity rating allowable by the EPA. You know what that means, Tyler? No idea. It means it poses the lowest risk to the health of employees, patients, students, customers, environment. Clean side acid-based, clean side germicidal wipes deliver powerful efficacy against pathogens without the potentially harmful effects of other chemical disinfectants. It's all in one easy-to-use wipe. Schools, daycares, nurseries, hospitals, long-term care facilities, office buildings, households, and more should be using CleanSide. And if you want to get it, 
You can. You can get it in a wipe or in a ready-to-use spray by contacting our buddy Todd Abbott, wipesandgloves at gmail.com. That's wipes and gloves, the word A-N-D, not the ampersand, A-N-D gloves at gmail.com. You said at least 14 words in that read that I have no idea what they mean. That's Aniston. Hey, I wonder if, like, we told Todd to get a, get a reading for me, what the reading would look like. <laughs> <laughs> Buy these wipes right here. <laughs> See these wipes? See these wipes? Yeah. They clean shit. That's right. He probably wouldn't say shit, though. You know, you just don't get a degree from Ruston High School and then a degree from the University of Louisiana at Monroe. Was it north? It was northeast East, Louisiana. Yeah. Yeah. But now it's the University of Louisiana at Monroe. Yeah. So... Yeah, somebody brought up in the thread. I heard I was told you I was catching up. Uh, it was it yesterday, I think. And I heard you read the barstool chick. Is it chicken fry? Yeah, dude, I <laughs> fell out. Like I, I almost threw up in my car this morning. I was it was it this morning yesterday morning. I, I get to read it one more time tonight. I'm kind of excited. I am too. Fired yeah. up, chicken fry. Hey Neil. Hey Tyler. Do you know what time it is? It's time to make it rain. It's time for week five edition of the road. To Boise. Yeah, I'm already like somewhere over Nebraska right now. I am fired up about the picks today. So fired up. Yep. Since I'm 7.03 units ahead going into week five. But I mean, who's counting? Who's counting? I am going to allow you to start off in the NFL. Okay. All right. It's fine. By the way, and it's the other thing. I got a, I got a bone to pick with you too, by the way. Well, pick it. So... Last week, I went home, had a nice dinner, mm-hmm. watching the ball game. I decided to turn on the 7 o'clock show. And hand, I saw, hand raised guys. Hand raised guys. Yep. And I saw my man Ben Mintz in there talking to you. Do you steal your picks from Ben Mintz? I do not. Okay. I was just checking. He's getting illegal advice from an expert. I just have, uh, I just have a lot of resources, and okay. sometimes he's one of those resources. All right, I was ben, just checking. Ben will appear tonight on Hand Raised Guys, presented by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Don't let me forget that Ole Miss is getting a commitment at 3.30, and I've got to publish the story. Don't let me forget. Don't let me forget. You don't want me to, you want me to not let you forget about Ole Miss getting a commitment? Well, you, you're a recruiting guy. All right, I'll start off. I'm going to start right now tonight because I can feel it. The Cincinnati Bengals are going to get back to two and two. We're going to fix this thing. We're going to be all right. The Dolphins are tired. Two is kind of beat up. This is a schedule loss for the Dolphins. The Bengals minus three and a half at home in the whiteout. Beat the, beat the uh, Dolphins and cover the three and a half. It's at four now. You still like it? I still like it. All right, maybe I won't double check. Now, I sure. checked this afternoon because I updated it was three and a half. I checked it at lunch. Let me double check you. Okay. I checked in the one o'clock hour. All right. It is minus three and a half. There you drop. go. Hey, Neil. Hey. Tonight. Yes, sir. The Cincinnati Bengals, our Cincinnati Bengals. Yes, sir. Are playing the undefeated Miami Dolphins. We were just talking about this very game 10 seconds ago. Yep. They are. Yep. And the Cincinnati Bengals are favored by three and a half. That is correct. Guess what, Neil? You're taking the It's Cincinnati. too much. <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> I'm taking the Miami Dolphins plus three and a half. Okay. okay. So right. for my emotional 
support, it would make me happy if this game goes to overtime. And the Bengals the, the, win the, by three. And the, and the Dolphins go three and out, and Joey, Joey B drives them down there, and McPherson kicks it from about 41 yards to walk it off up three. That would be the, that'd be a great ending for today. That would be – I'd be happy but and pissed. pissed at the same time. Yeah. Yep. So I'm going – I'm taking the Dolphins plus three and a half. I, I, all kidding aside, I don't know how – this is – I mean, you're talking about a trap game? Like, the this Vegas is messing with one of us because – there's no way that Miami should be an underdog in this game, but they are. They've looked really good, but they played a – it was hot, hot, hot. Sunday game, physical game, emotional game. Both teams were spent at the end of that game. Yeah. And they got to turn around and do quick. Meanwhile, the Bengals played a noon game on Sunday in New York, New Jersey to be specific. It wasn't particularly hot. It wasn't particularly emotional. It's kind of over. They weren't drained, and they get a week. I mean, they get a longer not not a week. They, I got you. You understand what I'm saying? One team's tired, one team's not, and then Miami had to deal with all of the distraction of yeah, hurricanes. They, they left early, so they left early. Cincinnati's been practicing at home. I I really look. I love the Bengals. I cheer for the Bengals, but I I think they win tonight. Okay, I I think they win too by three. Okay. All right, go ahead. Your next pick, sir. Well, this team has been so good to me <laughs> that I am fast becoming a fan. I am I, I am so close to jersey ordering with this team. Will you do it if they win? You know what? If they do it today. If they cover or if they win? Got to think about it. All right. I like the Jacksonville Jaguars. Plus six and a half points. That's a lot of points. At Philadelphia. The way that... The way that the Jags started to call them we. The way that the Jags are playing. Friends, chicks are Oh, back. they're back. Good Lord, you people are persistent. You know, if Brendan wouldn't keep clicking it, they wouldn't they keep coming back. They should advertise. Um, I, I like I, I like Jacksonville. <laughs> I'll let you do the radio on that I had, one. I had someone say, you, you, you'd advertise anything, wouldn't you? I said, I mean, yeah. maybe. <laughs> I mean, sure. Um Jacksonville plus six and a half at Philly. I love it. I, I I won't be shocked if the Jags win straight up. And now Philly's awfully good. They look they look to be so far the class of the of the uh, NFC. Jalen Hurts is playing terrific. He's got weapons, including AJ Brown. They they look very proficient right now. Yeah, they do. They uh, I, I actually like that pick. I couldn't do it because I probably would have gone with that one as well. But for the podcast, let you have it. Okay. I'm also going back to the well. Okay, my well is not a particular team. Well, I guess it is. It's any team playing the Aints. Okay, <laughs> so you're going to wake up at eight thirty on Sunday morning. Oh, I am. Are I'm you just, fired up about this? I am. I'm so fired up about it. This. I mean, I'm going to be honest. People are mad. You offer me an eleven a.m. game for me to cover, and then a football game at eight thirty. There's golden. I'll be finished with ten thoughts by noon. <laughs> after having a, a relaxing evening. Yes. What time I'm, will you crack open your first beer on Sunday? On Sunday. Yep. I got to do player shows that afternoon, probably as soon as they're over. Gotcha. Like four o'clock. But in London, yes, little tea and crumpets. <laughs> wow. The, the Minnesota Vikings are yeah. favored by three against the New Orleans Aints. Mm-hmm. All right, they're actually going to play uh, our boy Andy Dalton. I think is going to be the quarterback. 
I think he is going to play for the. Or are they going to make the move? This is this is the word on the street. The Red Baron. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is the word on the street. It doesn't matter. They're favored by three. It's not enough. I'm taking the Vikings all over the Aints in London. I don't hate that pick. I actually thought about that. Uh, I just liked a couple of other games more potentially. All right, your third pick. All right, here we go. The Detroit Lions play the Seattle Seahawks in Detroit. Yep. The Lions have shown some signs. They've been a really good home team. They've blown some games, but they're getting better. And I don't think Seattle's good. I like Detroit covering the four at home against the Seahawks. I just want to go on record and say that this has – Backdoor McCready written all over it. It does, but you know what? There's only one way. You're right, the (laughs) backdoor. There's only one way to overcome this, and that is to attack it. (laughs) I love it. I love it. All right, my third game. The Buffalo Bills are coming off. They're pissed. They're coming off of a devastating loss, which really they should have won the game, but they're coming off a loss in Miami or going to the Baltimore Ravens. And dude, I'm not buying the Ravens. I don't. I don't know why. Really? Yeah, I don't. I think. Oh. I think they're. I think the Bills are pissed. I think they're going to show that they're the dominant team. The Bills are favored by three. That ain't enough. I'm taking the Bills all over the Ravens in Baltimore on Sunday. Interesting. I'm a little concerned that this is a game where Buffalo lost a game and loses it twice. They're, I, I'm a little concerned about them from a fatigue standpoint, a beat-up standpoint. They, yeah, they're beat up. but That was a physical game, and, and Lamar Jackson's playing contract football right now. Yeah. But, but you're right. I could, see, I could see Buffalo winning and covering. That's, that's, that's not out of the realm. <laughs> In the NFL, anything's possible. Yeah, come <laughs> on. All right, uh, my fourth NFL pick. Going back to uh, – I'm going to try – I'm going to go back to the well a little bit here. I went against Denver last week. Should have won. Didn't. This time Denver's on the road in Las Vegas playing a Raiders team that absolutely must win. Has to win. No choice but to win. What uh, what does Adam Carolla say? Mandate, get it on. Must get it on. Have to get it on. Yeah, here we are. I'm taking the Raiders laying two and a half at home against the Broncos. I don't like what I've seen from Denver. They've won a couple of games. Kudos to them. They're not, they're but I think offense. I think they lose this one at lovely uh, Allegiant Stadium. Yeah, I think you're right on that one. Can't hate that one. All right, I was having a tough time with five NFL picks. I had four, and I had some. I did have a little office suggestion on this one, and I kind of like it. Okay, that's not fair, but go ahead. Well, it's just I agree with it, and they talked me into it. So I got the Los Angeles Chargers are going to Houston, the winless Houston Texans. Oh, yeah. And they're favored by five. I thought about this game. However, the entire team is hurt. <laughs> yes. Joe Bosa's out. He's out for a while. He went on IR with a torn groin. You know, everybody's out. The whole team is hurt. And the Texans are at home. Dude, t- Texans are good on defense. They got my man, Larry McTunsell, covering the blind side. I like the Houston Texans plus five at home against – the charges. I thought about that one. That's that's. A, I think that's a good pick. I just liked one more game a little bit better. All right, go last pick, sir. Uh, first of all, thoughts and prayers to the people in Florida. They've been hit yeah, hard. Dev- the storm surge was awful. Uh, so thoughts to everyone. They are playing the game in Tampa Bay 
at Raymond James. They They're not going to move it? They're not moving it. And as much as it would probably benefit the people in Tampa emotionally to get a win, I don't think they're getting a win. Give me the Kansas City Chiefs plus a point on the road at Tampa. Are they plus or minus? Uh, I've got them plus. I'll but, I'll, but if not, I'll lay a point. Yeah. I mean, what difference does it make? Come on, man, a whole point? It's now pick them. All right, well, then I've got the Chiefs and a pick them yep. against Tampa Bay. All right, here we go. My last game. The Kansas City Chiefs are playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, wow, here we go. And I am also taking the Chiefs to win. I'm not I'm not sold on Tampa right now, dude. No, I'm not either. I, I think there's something major going on. I don't give a shit who's playing and who's not playing. I think Tom's hanging it up. I, he hasn't been playing great. He's pissed off, and when he does play great, he's pissed off. I mean, there's there's some angst there, and it's different. I don't know, man. There's something something's going on. Dude doesn't look healthy. I'm talking about like physically doesn't look good. I'm taking I'm taking Kansas City to beat uh, Tampa Bay. I mean, right. that game should have been close last week. All right, so we agree. All right, here we go. All right, this is what it's all about right here. This is where the rubber meets the road. Yeah. Okay. This is our college bets mm-hmm. on make it rain again. I'm going to allow you, sir. You let me go first to start them off. It's very kind of you. We'll start in the Pac-12, a team that I've noticed a little bit. They're, they're solid. I'm going to go with the Washington Huskies at home in Seattle against UCLA. I'm going to have to lay two and a half. I'm comfortable with that. I think the Huskies win big at home against the Bruins. Neil, I'm going to save you the drama here. Yes, sir. I'm also taking the Huskies minus two and a half. I bet against them when they played Michigan State a couple weeks ago, and they made me look like bad. UCLA, eh, I'm not. There's going to be like 26 people Friday night in L.A. Are you kidding me? There's going to be 26 people in the Rose Bowl. And they're probably all going to be Brian Kelly's family to watch this game. Nobody's going to be there. Is this game in L.A.? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I still don't matter. Doesn't matter. No. There's nobody going to be there. Bring your own juice. Um, I think Washington's a much better football team. I actually don't think this one's going to be particularly close. I like Washington big on the road. All right. We both got the Huskies. Um my next game, I go to the Big Ten, a team that I'm mad at myself for not jumping on them a week ago when I thought seriously about it, had it written down on my sheet, and was like, ah, I don't know. I'm in now. Minnesota Golden Gophers. They get Purdue at their place. They got to lay 12. It's a lot of points. But Minnesota is this older team, veteran team. Old dudes. They are not doing this emotional roller coaster thing. They're just taking care of business. Do you know what they're doing? They're rowing the boat. They are rowing the boat. They are. He's got. Look, he's a good program builder, and he's got a pretty good team. He's got some skilled guys. They got some older guys. They're winning the line of scrimmage, and I think they're going to dominate Purdue. What Minnesota minus twelve against Purdue? Look at you, man. All right. Do I go ahead and do it? Do it. I know what you're about to do. You're about to just ruin the whole damn show. But go ahead. Do it. Whatever. I mean, you know. On Saturday yeah. at 11 a.m. Uh-huh. There's a big game here in town. I'm going, by the way. Are you? It will be my first game ever to watch in Vault Haven Way Stadium as a fan. Okay. It's only the third I've ever been to in my life, actually. What are you going to wear? Are you going to, you're going to, are you going to participate in the stripe out? I will be sitting in the Kentucky coaches' family section, so I imagine that I will be um, – Wearing uh, white. That's what I've decided. I'm going to go as neutral as I can get. That's fair. 
just wear white. Yeah. Um, so I'll be sitting sitting with some coaches' families from Kentucky, so I probably don't need to be. I'm actually lo- – I'm taking my two boys. Mm-hmm. I was going to Auburn. That was the plan. We were going to Auburn. The hurricane and all that stuff started we, – so we went ahead and just scrapped that, and they want to go this game. So I called my peeps over at uh, Kentucky. I got us hooked up. Uh, I am worried about my six-year-old saying something because he is an Ole Miss fan. Um, so I'm going to have to figure out how to zip his mouth up. But anyway – Kentucky is seven-point dogs uh, against Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. I am taking Kentucky plus the seven points at Ole Miss. Here's the truth. I think this game is going to be close. I do too. I don't. Kentucky is a gritty team. They never really blow anybody out that they play, and they play every game close. I think in the last two years they've, they've lost by more than seven points once or something crazy. Um, I, I think they're a tough team, vice versa the other way. I just think it's a close game. I think it comes down to a kick either way. Um, and I'll say what I said again to Ole Miss fans because I know we have a bunch listening. If I was an Ole Miss fan, do some emotional hedging. Take Kentucky. You're seven points now. It's up to seven. Yeah. Take Kentucky plus seven. If you if Ole Miss covers, you're freaking happy, man. If Ole Miss covers, you probably wake up and you're damn near a top ten team come come Sunday morning for sure. So you're happy. Yes. And whatever. If you well, it was twenty five bucks, if it was a hundred bucks, you would gladly give that right now. And if Ole Miss wins by less than seven, your oh, team you thread, still won. You thread the needle. It's you, a you great lost, day. You lost a little money, but you'd have burned that money. If, you, if, if the guys had come down and said, hey, they win, you got to pay $50, but they'll win here. It's a great day. And if they lose, well, at least you, you, made, some, at least you made some money. Um, and I just – I don't know. I just think it's going to be a close game. Either way, I think it comes down to a last possession deal and seven points. And to be honest with you, when I go to play the bet myself, I will probably buy – if it's still at seven, I'll probably buy a half a point to where it's seven and a half. I definitely don't think it's a two-score game. Okay. So, I'm, I'm taking um, I'm taking Kentucky plus seven. All right. I like that. My third pick. So, I got a, a number of things working here. Number one, I think there's a program that has been gutted by defection of coach. Have we already talked about them today? No. Oh. Uh, they've been gutted more than we thought they'd be gutted. The fall is more precipitous than we thought it was. Okay. They were a little high up the ladder, and they've taken a tumble. Okay. Meanwhile, the other team involved in this game is kind of surging. Ooh. Playing with some confidence. Ooh. Winning games could easily be undefeated and covering lines. And I like the coach. Oh, I know where you're going now. And I don't like the other team. It took me a minute. (laughs) Why don't you like them? And I like Jaguars. Give me South Alabama. I'm going to lay eight and a half. I know it's in Lafayette. I don't think it matters. Kane's team is playing with fire. Eight and a half. Jags lay eight and a half. In Lafayette against the Cajuns. Throw up the J's, Neil. You got to go left hand. Nope, got to go left hand. That's an L. There you go. Throw up the J's, Neil. I like it. Yeah, I'm, uh, I've kind of figured I really wanted to pick that game, but I knew you were going to pick it. So, in the interest of a podcast, I stayed away from it. Thank you. Um, but I love me uh, some Kane. I think they're going to be – it's going to be – this is a really big game for his program. Yes. If he can go to Lafayette and win, the world has uh, – that's big. He's taken that step. That, that's and, I, the step. and I think they're ready to take it. They play like a team ready to take it. They they are a – they should be undefeated right now. Yep. So, I'm excited. to. I'll be watching. I think it's like 4 o'clock our time. I think it's what time? 3 or 4. Something like that. I'll, I plan to turn it on while I'm riding. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
All right, my next game, the Oklahoma State Cowboys oh. are going to Baylor. Yeah, it's a big, big 12 game. Big, 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 big 12 game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Baylor is favored by two against Oklahoma State. I am taking the Oklahoma State Cowboys plus two. I think they win the game outright. I do too. It's a great pick. Um, I think, like we talked about earlier, I'm not fired up with – I've watched Baylor two weeks in a row now against BYU, which they lost – and then against Iowa State last week, I'm not fired up on offensively at Baylor right now. Defensively, they're not as good as they were last year. They're good, but they're not as good. Dude, I just like Oklahoma State. I think it's a bad matchup for Baylor. I like Oklahoma State really to win the game, but I'm taking them plus two. Okay. All right, I'm going uh, – boy, I'm down to three games choosing two. And I'm, I'm – but I'm going to stick with my gut here. This is your fourth pick, right? Fourth pick. Couple of uh, Nick Saban disciples squaring off. Power five game. Uh, Maryland to Michigan State. Oh, I was trying to figure out where it was. Yeah. yeah. Quick U clients. Oh, battle of quick use. No, just uh, Michigan State. Okay. Well, I'm going against quick U. I'm taking the Maryland Terrapins minus eight and a half at home against Michigan State. Michigan State looks lost a little bit. They don't look right. Maryland does. Give me the Terps. Yeah, it's a big game for Michigan State. You know, they they play two pretty good teams back to back. You know, uh, Washington and then Minnesota. And I think Maryland's a little better than people think they are. They are. Locke's doing a great job. He's doing a really good job. And little Tua, Leah's up there, and he's he's playing his ass off. So that's a good game. All right, one of the games that I feel the best about. Yes. That I'm really shocked at the line. Okay. You see the shirt I'm wearing, Neil? The Georgia Bulldogs. The Georgia Bulldogs yep. are going to Missouri. Yep. And they are 28-point favorites. It's not enough. Neil, guess what? <laughs> it's not enough. It's not enough. It's nowhere in the vicinity of enough. Yeah. I think this game may be covered by the first quarter. I think this is going to be all she wrote. I'm talking about. He's he's mad. They were they were they were dude, not the happy. worst. Like Vegas doesn't get Vegas does not know Kirby Smart. Yeah. Do you know how pissed off that team is going to be when they come out of the tunnel? Well, the worst thing that could happen to Missouri was Kent State score twenty points. Yeah. It's the worst thing that could happen to anybody because it's it's reset. Yeah. And, and it's on like Donkey Kong and Athens, Georgia was <laughs> was rough. It was rough, rough that week. It was a rough rough week to week. be in the building. And oh, I, I feel so bad for anybody that even considers taking Missouri in the points. I'm George of all way, not even close. My favorite bet of the week. All right, I like that. I like that pick. If I were picking SEC games, that was on my list. Instead, I'm picking another Pac-12 game. I'm choosing this one. The other one I thought about was Duke minus three against Virginia. But I'm going to go with a more proven commodity here. Oregon on the road is not so good. Oregon at home is a beast. Stanford, without their starting running back, Stanford's just not very good anyway. I'm not sure Stanford can score many points, and Oregon's going to run it up. I'm going to lay 17 points and take the Ducks. You know Stanford is one of the like 10 teams that has not covered yet. I did not know that. Yeah, so they're one that hasn't covered. Uh, Minnesota has covered every time, so it was an interesting list, but yeah. I looked at that one. As a matter of fact, I had it written down, but I didn't do it. All right, my this is my fifth game. Your fifth game. All right, here we go. Uh, my fight in Tom Allen's, the Indiana Hoosiers. Yep. 
the three and one Indiana Hoosiers. <sighs> yep. Are going on the road mm-hmm. to the have not covered, have not won a FBS game in the last nine games, Nebraska Cornhuskers. Yeah. The Nebraska Cornhuskers are actually favored by five and a half in this game. Wow. You're going to take the Hoosiers in the points, I'm taking the Indiana Hoosiers plus five and a half, the fighting Tom Allens to not lose the game by at least six points. So I'm taking Indiana plus five and a half at Nebraska. And let me tell you why, though. I'm being serious. Yeah, sure. aside. yeah. Nebraska was on a bye week last week. Do you know what those kids did last week? You think they were thinking about playing Indiana or they were trying to figure out where they're going to transfer to at the end of the year? Uh, they were they were checking things out. They you were, think they were die hard? We've got to get ready to go and no, play Indiana or are we going to party no. and do some other things and start losing our focus when you get your bye week and get a chance to go home early? They went home. I think the focus is low. Yeah. I'm taking I'm taking Indiana. Indiana may win this game big. It's probably a good money line pick. But I'm taking Indiana plus five and a half. All right. Time for the money line. You know what time it is? It's money line time. Money line. All right, I'm going back to the Big Ten for my money line pick. I went looking for a road dog that I think is going to win straight up, and I think I found it pretty quick. Oh. I looked at three different games, okay, for my money line. I thought about West Virginia at Texas. Yep. Big number. I think it was plus 285. Is yours playing? Uh, they're not sure. Okay. And I wasn't willing to run. I, w- I wasn't willing Don't to roll it. that yeah. nice. And West Virginia is a different team in Morgantown than they are in any place not named Morgantown. Okay. And I went thinking about, hey, is there a way? I'm way behind. Is there a way I can get five, six, seven units on a game? And I thought about one. I didn't think about it much, but I thought about it. I thought, you know, I think somebody's going to get Alabama in one of these road games. Maybe it's Arkansas. I thought, you know, that line would be a lot, in my opinion, lower if you change one play in Arlington. Two feet. Maybe not even that. Maybe just one snap. Maybe maybe the kid makes one good snap on second and 15, second and five at the 15, and Arkansas scores. I don't think A&M is going to drive the field. And if Arkansas wins that game by four or five points, are we talking about this game differently this weekend? Then I thought maybe. And then I thought, I don't know, Sam Pittman going to have a hard time getting those kids back. That was a brutal loss for them. It's a big rivalry, and I went, no, I'm not ready to do that. I think Alabama's going to blow them out. Okay. So I went to the one that I believe. Brett Bielema was going back to Wisconsin. Mm. His team's playing pretty decent in Champaign, mm. and Wisconsin's a mess. Mm. Give me Illinois on the money line winning straight up at Plus 220. Does he go in there and blow them out and then they hire him back as their head coach? Uh, no and no. <laughs> but I Dude, think an emotional game for him it would be a big win for him. You know his kids I, know it. I love that bet. And so I really like Illinois straight up. And that's plus what? Uh, 220 as of this afternoon. Wow. So you're going to win that one. I mean, we'll see. I feel really good about that one. Knowing my luck – in uh, Wisconsin will win get a seventeen safety. to sixteen on a <laughs> on a fifty eight yard field goal that the wind carries, <laughs> and it'll hit the crossbar, and it'll bounce up in the air, come back down, hit it again, and then just topple over. Mm. 
All right, Grind, I got something for you here, boss. Neil, we talked about the weather early in the week. Okay. You know, because that was the big reason that we had to cancel our Auburn trip. Yeah. Because we were worried that the, I mean, it was 100% chance of rain in Auburn, Alabama. Yeah, it's not going to rain. And now it's not going, there is, as we speak, it's going, you know, the, the hurricane's going to go back north of South Carolina, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. The chance of rain in Auburn, Alabama on Saturday night is 0%. Yes. But let me tell you something. Okay. The chance of rain in Tuscaloosa, Alabama on Saturday night is 100%. I am taking. You have lost your mind. The money line pick of the week. I am taking the Arkansas Razorbacks. You have lost your mind. 600 on the road in Fayetteville. Yes, sir. Ingredients. What the hell's in this stuff? What do you think about that? I'm I'm, I'm looking carbon, carbonated water, citric <laughs> citric acid, natural flavors, <laughs> sodium citrate, Panax ginseng extract. You don't see any green tea extract. Any hallucinogenics in there? I'm looking. <laughs> Acetylcholine, potassium. I think you can see the future with those glasses on you got there. Lactate. <laughs> You're picking Arkansas to win straight up. Arkansas will win straight up. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Well, think about this. If that kick goes through, mm-hmm. where's what's the line today? Ten. It's seventeen and a half right now. Um, it's. Probably 12, 12 points. Yeah. So here's the deal. All kidding aside is I'm picking a money line. I'm really trying to just, if I hit it, if I hit it, you can go ahead and start buying your ticket to Boise. Yeah. I'm taking a, a gamesman guess here. Um, but all kidding aside, I've said from the beginning, if they lose one, in my opinion, that's a tough trip. I think this is one of the two now with Tennessee that they can lose on the road. Um, I like what you've said. I think Tennessee, as they as the year goes on, mm-hmm. seemed to be that, be that bet. Yep. Look, I, I don't think. I don't know, man. I just – Alabama's struggling on the perimeter. JoJo Earl, if he comes back, that will give him some help. But, like, I understand what Arkansas weaknesses, what they are, and that's in the back end. But can Alabama right. attack that? Right. They don't, that's not Alabama's strength right now. I mean, Bryce Young's kind of willed them to some games, to, I mean, to the Texas game. But they didn't score a lot of points at Texas. And I, I do know, this. Here's what's interesting with Arkansas, actually. Seriously, all jokes aside, all Arkansas stuff aside, what is interesting with them is can because there's a good and a bad when a team is as upset as that one was. The bad is that I got to get them back. The good is they care. Yeah, I will say this for fans, and I, I know I know that's a big narrative after a loss. The kids are truly like the most resilient people. I mean, it, coaches are the one that have a tough time getting over it. Yeah. And as adults, you have a tough time getting over it because you you know that's a loss or whatever it is, and that goes and you're worried about getting fired and all this stuff. There's their a lot kids of, were their kids were still really down on Monday. But that I know tells that you something. That tells you something though. That tells yeah. you that they care. Yeah, they okay? do. Yeah. Last year's game was forty two thirty five in Tuscaloosa. They got the same guys. They know they can play with them. Um, I'm not alone on this, by the way. I got some coaches that I've talked to that that don't don't hate that. You know, yeah. so I'm not alone. Like Daniel Cotto says, you mean eight and twelve SEC record? Yes, sir, Sam Pittman. Here's the thing: be careful with stuff like that because he inherited, he inherited a think 2011 Ole Miss. 
he inherited that disaster. Yeah, what well, Sam Pittman's done, listen, and you, you you guys can do the Arkansas thing to me all you want. What Sam Pittman has done at, Ar- the year. at Arkansas so far is very similar to what Hugh Freeze did at, at Ole Miss the first two or three years. It is very similar. Yeah. He, he inherited he had to not only he had to not only change the culture, which was a disaster. They went two and ten under Morris and the interim leading into yeah, like a year. And he, had to, and, and, and he had to go recruit. Arkansas did the crazy thing. They went Bielema to Morris. You can't change offensive styles anymore. Yeah, that's tough. And then they went to, to Pittman and said, hey, figure it out. And he brought in Kendall Bryles, and they, they're trying to that, – that, that, he's done a much better job than 8 and 12. He, that, 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 the number, that number, I get you are what your numbers say you are, but no, they, they've done more he than that. He went 9 and 3 last year, is that right? He went 9 and 4 last year. They won the – they won the um, what bowl they win? I don't know. The uh, Outback. Yeah, so what's the guy? He's what, 4 and 1, 3 and 1 this year? Like, and this is how, all kidding aside, and just so you know how I've been doing it and I'm going to ride it till it bucks me. When you start getting into conference play, it, you're not a vic. You're you're. It's not your fault who you play. It's you have to play the schedule. Yeah. Okay. And so what I usually do is I I say okay who is how did you play against your best competition? That's what I do, and then that's kind of how I these early conference games is how I kind of pick them. Yeah. And not say and I'm look I'm picking this money line because one it's plus six hundred it would be freaking great if it hit because I would go ahead and buy your ticket. I'd have to start. I'd have to start taking Missouri money lines. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to see if I can. I'm taking a little – because I have a lead. I have something I can play with a little bit right here. Um, but all kidding aside, I do think the game's going to be closer than a lot of people think. Alabama's best competition is against Texas. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, well, you know, Arkansas, you know, up front, I don't think Arkansas can hold up against Alabama. Texas played three true freshmen against uh, Alabama up front, and they, and they were very non-existent in the game. Yeah. And the, the atmosphere, I'm trying to tell you, is tough to play in. But if you see how Alabama, their best competition was Texas. Well, Arkansas is battle-tested. You can go. Same thing with, like, you know, if you look at the Ole Miss-Kentucky game. You know, you can't really – you can't hate on it. It's not their fault what schedule they played. But right. the best competition that they played so far Tulsa. is Tulsa. Mm-hmm. And that's what you see. And then you see Kentucky's uh, best competition they played was Florida. Yeah. Kentucky didn't did not play great in any of the other games. They just played, eh. Yeah. But against Florida, when it was time to show up, they showed up and they're gritty, and that's why I think it's going to be a close game. I do too. I think it's going to be a hell of a game. I really um, do. I think and, it's going to be a great game. And so from this standpoint, well, you know, Alabama's going to throw it all over Arkansas secondary. I mean, but they haven't shown the ability to do that versus anyone. Right. And I'm just – I don't know, man. I got a, I got a – it's my gut feeling. I'm going to play it uh, for fun. And no, literally, no one on this podcast is going to play this pick because they think I, I'm absolutely crazy. Well, I will say this: if it happens, uh, it might. My wife will go from uh, being pissed at me for having to go to Boise to at least finding a, a silver lining. Yeah, yeah. This will be. This she she would be she would be plus six hundred. That'd be plus six units. That'd be a big jump. Yeah, it'd be a little trouble for your boy here. That'd be a big jump. All right, we're going to uh, we're going to wrap it there. An hour and twenty minutes of fun with you guys. Hope you enjoyed it. We did. Uh, thanks to all of you in the stream. We will be back on Monday with another edition of McCready and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. Don't forget, get your Rain three hundred milligrams of natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits and achieve your goals. 
Check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. We'll recap the weekend that was. It's going to be a big one. We'll recap the weekend that was. We'll um, talk about the NFL. We'll talk about whatever stories come up. Maybe some coach gets fired. Who knows? Uh, again, our thanks to uh, A.J. McCarron for his time earlier on the show. So for uh, Tyler, I'm Neil. Until uh, next time, you guys have a great weekend. Take care. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.